Hey everyone, welcome to FewerCast, our Film Effect Weekly Entertainment Recap Podcast, where we break down all the latest news in film and shell out our personal opinions whether you want to hear them or not. It's also the one time out of the week we can all get together, so if the banner is too much for you, just keep listening. In case you're new here, I'm Ed, and with me are the usual suspects. Let's start with Jocelyn. Hello. Andrew. Greetings and salutations. Justin. Hello, hello. And Sleepy, I mean Corey. Hello, and I'm awake. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Good. Tired. Never been better. <laughs> Story of your life. All right, well, we've got a great episode for everyone this week because we're going to be spending the majority of the episode recapping both the D23 Expo and Toronto International Film Festival, a.k.a. TIFF 22. Not only that, but I saw a cheap... Chiefs. Not only that, but I saw Clerks 3 last week, and we'll be giving my non-spoiler thoughts later on. There's a bunch of new trailers to talk about as well, so let's just jump into everything as we tighten that grip and bring on the drip. I may have some breaking news for you, Elliot. Alright, I should have just let Jocelyn run this part of the podcast, <laughs> since she's the big Disney mark of the group. Yeah. So I guess I'll start with you. Uh, what was your favorite announcement coming out of D23 Expo this oh, year? Oh, man. I don't really know. Honestly, it's like all the the stuff that they're adding to the parks. Um, I know that they're adding like a whole villain's land to Magic Kingdom, which I think is going to be fun. And, you know, just gives you something to want to go back to Disney for because we go like every single year. But, you know, sometimes it gets a little repetitive when it's the same stuff you're seeing all the time. So I think it's... Well, this is new to me. I didn't I didn't know they did any... Uh parking lot oh yeah it's literally no it's all things disney so yeah they even talked about like adding um new rides to like uh tokyo disney and stuff and they like uh unveiled like the new splash mountain it's well it's not splash mountain anymore it's gonna be like tiana's ride so they yeah it's the princess and the frog yeah yeah so they they like unveiled all the like the details and like the artwork you know for that stuff too so but um i don't know I'm... villains land where are they gonna put a villains land uh it's where like the um the boat goes there's like a whole area back there that is like it used to be something else that they don't use anymore you, so i think they're gonna put it all in you there mean this this the submarine lot ride no that's submarine ride is not a thing anymore at Disney Park. I, I know it's not. I thought yeah. that's what you meant when you said the boat. Oh, no, no, no. The, um... The oh steamboat. Yeah, the steamboat. Like, the ferry that goes oh. around. Okay. There's, like, a whole area back there. Guys, I haven't been to Disney since 1994, so... Just... God damn, 30 pal. years now. It's okay. I, you got a book of... When was the last time you, you were there? 2001. It wasn't 94, <laughs> though. That's, gotcha. that's right. Sasa does that on the side. Yes, I do. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm really, really. I think the biggest thing that I'm excited about is the Haunted Mansion ride. Jamie Lee Curtis, come on, she's playing Madame Leota. I'm I'm really. Oh, you mean the movie? Yeah. I thought you meant they're doing the ride. No, no, no. no. Just I, I was trying to talk about other, you know, more like movie information gotcha. than like you know, just like <clears throat> park stuff. But yeah, I saw that because prior to D23, the only thing I knew about the. Um, the Haunted Mansion film was that Owen Wilson was in it. Mm-hmm. 
and now it's like a whole bunch of people that are going to be in the movie including jamie lee curtis i saw the whole thing where she came out the doom buggy buggy yeah Uh, yeah Yeah. i think i'm i'm really excited for that i think that's gonna be awesome and then hopefully it's more like true to the ride than the eddie murphy vehicle i've never seen the eddie murphy film so i really can't comment too much on it see like i i didn't think it was terrible terrible <laughs> justin's in the background laughing. where the fuck are you at on that movie i've never seen it either i, I, was, I, I was waiting for you to say it's your favorite disney Corey's film or like something <laughs> the only <laughs> reason i know sucked. the only reason i know what this ride is is because of the capcom game on nes what oh yeah it's a fire <laughs> well besides the fact that it's like the most popular ride at the park i remember that nintendo game you can go and ride all the rides, like Space Mountain. You could ride the. That was an awesome game. Mountain Railroad. Space Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> the Mountain Railroad. It was more of an action platformer, yeah. but yes, correct. They actually they came out I with another game this... like that, like like a Disneyland game. For the like, Universal. They had one like, for like Universal, Universal on, the on the GameCube. Oh, okay. No, uh-huh. well, there's like Terrible. a there's a Disneyland one they came out with a couple years ago. My kids played it, um, like during the COVID lockdown and stuff. Where on Xbox, you can go and like ride all the rides in Disneyland and stuff. Oh shit, Pretty that's fun. sick. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really cool. I mean, we couldn't go to Disney that year because it was shut down. So, uh, the kids, you know, they kept them occupied and entertained, so they liked it. Um, I, I'm just gonna go out, go ahead and say it right now. The one thing I doubt we're gonna cover is all the Star Wars stuff because it's a lot. And I'm gonna be honest, I'm not a Star Wars guy, so all this shit is just a foreign language to me. Because I'm looking at like Andor, I have no clue what the fuck that is. The Tales planet. of the Jedi, Skeleton Crew, uh, uh, Ahsoka, uh, uh okay <laughs> I, I know Mandalorian cause like it's the most popular fucking show since Disney Plus started and of course you know Baby Yoda's a thing and Mando's but, good yeah, third season Baby Yoda's a profitable third, thing third season trailer dropped uh, we got a trailer for no yeah we got a trailer for Willow which I keep forgetting to you think you do know who plays Ahsoka um, though right it's Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, she, she yeah. does a really good job much. doing it. So, um, but yeah, Willow, and of course, the, the big news coming out of D twenty three was, of course, Indiana Jones five. Um, yeah, I heard that uh, Harrison Ford got emotional talking about it. I haven't watched it yet. I saw the video. I didn't watch it because I'm, I'm literally, I, I know I, I'll lose my shit, like, getting emotional. He choked <laughs> up a couple times. It's not like he was bawling or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, like, it's still, like... He got choked up after he said that it was going to be the last time he's doing right. it. Right. I know. It's still, like, an and emotional then, thing there to see, like, this iconic character and actor, yeah. you know, get choked up like that. I think it'll bring, like, anybody kind of... You know? I mean, not and to mention, that, of... that's how I know Harrison Ford. I mean, I didn't really grow up a diehard Star Wars fan, so when I oh, think of Harrison, Harrison Ford, I think in, in Indiana Jones. See, and then to me, he'll always be Han Solo to me. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. To most people, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, he also started to uh, get emotional. Not emotional. He was like, you can tell he was kind of making up for the last film because he was like this film's gonna kick your ass like he was really like pumping up this film you know like 
You know why I can't get we'll excited see. for that? Like, as much as I want a new Indiana Jones movie to be awesome, like, they also said basically the same thing about part four, and it's one of the fucking worst movies I've ever seen in my life. So it's like, see, I, don't... I feel like you've already burnt me in the past. Like, I can't believe, like, I want it to be good. You know, I certainly don't want it to be bad. Did he hype the fourth one out well. like that? Justin doesn't, he did. All I, no, Justin doesn't trust him. I remember, right. hold on, guys. Well, I remember when Crystal Skull first came out and they were doing, like, all the, the promotions and stuff for it, like, he was like still angry Harrison Ford and wasn't really going out of his way to hype things really at that time. You know, he was still coming off his shit like Hollywood Homicide and, and you know, um, what was the other one that he did where his, Paul Bettany was the villain and he was like protecting his family. Firewall, that bullshit. He was doing stuff like that. So then, you know, he had a chip on his shoulder. Don't blame him. And then... You know, Indiana Jones came a calling and did it. And I, you know, I don't really remember too much about him hyping it. it so, and it, this one. And it doesn't necessarily yeah, have to be about Harrison Ford. Just Hollywood in general. That's what they do. Every movie comes out and they blow right. smoke up everybody's ass about how good it is. And 99% of the movies fucking blow these things. But, well, let me ask you this, Justin. You do you. Do you think that this has a chance of being legit good? I mean, I suppose it could. I, I, I'm not the hugest James Mangold fan. I know a lot of people love his work. Like, he's good. I'm not saying he sucks or anything. But, you know, I don't love him. And, like, seeing an almost 90-year-old action hero, like, <laughs> I don't know. That, that's asking a lot out of an audience, I think. Like, I, again, I want it to be good. I'm hoping they find some way that it it seems natural or at least, you know, not not ridiculous but i don't know I, well I they de-aged him it in this case they de-aged him because he was on set oh, got, you can yeah, look up you can look at pictures of him on set he's got dots all over his uh-huh. face for them to uh digitally make him younger Jesus. a little bit <laughs> not a whole lot not a whole lot we're not talking like irishman type de uh de-aging well, but, then I because the film also, takes place like, like ten years after the last film did or something. So this one we're getting, you know, it, it's it's a it's a, they're making it appropriate the timing. You know, they're keeping his. They're, I can't get this fucking shit out. <laughs> they're paying attention to his age. But here's they're the following thing the that timeline I, that I saw the other day is that unless I'm, I'm just completely dreaming this up, Mads Mikkelsen plays a, zom- a, a, a zombie. Plays a Nazi, right? <laughs> zombie Nazi. <laughs> I know he's the a villain. Nazi zombie. I don't know. Right. I don't know if he's a. They, they already did Nazi. Well, they've done Nazi twice. That's my point. If yeah, I was gonna say Nazi two again, And the movie's gonna have to be set in like 1972. So it's like enough with the fucking Nazis. It's in the 60s, I yeah, believe. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Point, I'm like, curious. Does he go to Brazil and find them? Like where all the Nazis went and hid? Like enough with the Nazis. No more Nazis. I'm, I'm almost positive I read that the other day. I mean, I feel like Nazis is, like, part of Indiana Jones. Now, there's other villains. They could do other things. Yeah. They, the I mean, they did Russians in the last one. You could Vietnam or something? I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, they can't do China because then you, that pisses off the Chinese film market, which I think is trying to move away from American blockbusters anyway, but... Um, I think they're still kissing their ass, so that, I guess Nazis is the only one you can kind of feel safe about going to the well again, time and time again. 
Oh, here we go. There, I'm just reading, browsing through some notes on Wikipedia. Those action sequence involving Ford stunt double being shot and replicas of World War II era Nazi military vehicles seen on set. So yeah, Nazis again. again. Fucking Nazis. <sighs> Nazis again. Um, I hate Nazis. <laughs> I hate Nazis. So are they just going to abandon the whole Shia LaBeouf being his father or father? His well, yeah, son? I, hope I, hope so. So. I hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> Unless they bring back uh, like crazy Shia LaBeouf and he's just fucking insane, then that might be good. <laughs> but it might be good for a different reason. Yeah. And I also know Toby Jones and Antonio Banderas are also in it. So, hmm. um, And Boyd Holbrook is in it as well. He, which I'm not surprised. He was in Logan, which was, uh, I believe yeah. that was Man Gold. Logan was awesome. Film, one of his last movies. Yeah. Logan is my favorite comic book Logan's film good. Ever. He did that. Um, I'll go on record and say Ford versus that. Ferrari, didn't he? Wasn't that him? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, Jocelyn, I'm, I'm going to let you continue to uh, talk about D23. So, what are you, uh, as far as the Disney stuff co- goes? The movies, not the rides. Um, the movies and the, and the shows, like, what stands out to you? Like, what are you looking forward to overall? Like, I know we got a new trailer for Hocus Pocus 2. I know we got uh, Dis- Disenchanted. Disenchanted. I was about to say that. Okay. I'm actually, I'm kind of excited about that because that movie came out, like, such a long time ago. And it was, I, I enjoyed the 15 first Fifteen years one. ago. Yeah, so my kids like it. I'm, I'm excited to see the second one. Yeah, kind it, of- it came out. It came out a month before Madeline was born. Oh my god, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I'm just kind of curious. You know, sometimes when you see movies, you kind of wonder, like, well, what happened to them? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah, it's of uh, that's why I'm excited for it because I kind of want to see what happens to the characters. Um, there is one show that I'm very intrigued about and I'm excited for, and it's uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. On it's going to be. Uh, Disney, I think it's a Disney, Disney Plus. Disney Plus movie. Yeah. It's a movie. Jude, Jude, Jude Law is a hook. Yeah. So, I'm excited for that. And I'm, I so, really want to see that. Where are you at on The Little Mermaid? Um. All I keep fucking hearing about is this Little Mermaid movie. Like, you guys didn't know she was going to be black. Like, it's news to people all of a sudden that there's a trailer for it now. And it's like, gasp controversy for the sake of controversy it's like fuck off i just you've known about this actress playing her for the last two or three years right now. this is nothing new i'm not it, i don't it just always has and to apparently be apparently people into a are attacking thing. yeah well apparently people are attacking uh what's her face who did the voice of ariel in the original film for her singing it's like really uh you guys are you know getting your panties in an uproar over i think she's saying like 10 seconds of a whole new world in that trailer i don't know if we all saw the same trailer together last weekend but yeah it just i mean i mean she's a good the the little mermaid's fine (laughs) is it did you say it was the original woman singing it or is it the actor the new actress everyone was going after it's the new actress but the the original voice actress what's her face judy benson uh yeah everyone's going after her apparently because this new actress is apparently sounds better than she did it's i like, mean she can sing but it's become a competition right and and i don't know i'm i'm a big person People are weird. If, if it ain't broke don't fix it type thing and i don't know i just kind of 
you know, we grew up on all of these movies. Like, I remember seeing The Little Mermaid in the movie theater when I was a kid. Like, vividly remember that with my cousin yeah. Samantha. Like, she's, as soon as the movie my... was over, she, like, screamed and cried because it was over. That's, like, my funny <laughs> little story about that. But, um, I don't know. I just, I hate that they're remaking all of these classics. I get it. I mean, the real life, though. I mean, it's 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 reality. Right, but how Not far reality, can you go with I mean. saying that? Live action. Because I just watched Pinocchio live at the new live action movie this weekend, and ninety percent of the actors and characters in it are CGI. So, like, is it really live action? Well, look at Lion King. Well, look yeah, at Lion King. I mean, it's just I don't know. I think that's like a really, you know, you're kind of riding the line there between cartoon cgi and live action so i mean what'd you all expect you have to do this if you're gonna make all these cartoons real life films right it's it's you're gonna have to have computer trickery and there it's gonna take away from the uh the realism and the one thing i will say about the the new little mermaid movie is that um i heard somebody make a good point they said that you know the little mermaid's supposed to take place in like the caribbean and the new little mermaid you know it it is more of what a mermaid in that area would be considered if that makes sense not a caucasian you know mermaid with red hair like (laughs) you know like which it does make sense but i don't know i just i just I, i love i love the original and I'm not going to say I'm not going to watch it because I will and I might like it, but you know, I just, I, I love all my original classic Disney movies and, and stuff. So. And even though we didn't see her in anything, uh, Melissa McCarthy is playing Ursula. Yes. Which I don't, I don't know if you guys watch like the, the little mermaid made for TV, like the show that they did, like the live did little mermaid live or whatever. It's Justin's favorite. <laughs> Pretty awesome. I it was it was Queen Latifah that did Ursula, right? Oh, I don't yeah, know. I could, it was. Maybe. But I like. I couldn't I'm tell sorry. you. Sorry, <laughs> like if you ever just get on YouTube and like just watch Queen Latifah Little Mermaid live, like she fucking killed it. And like I'm sitting there thinking Melissa McCarthy is playing this. Like they should have had Queen Latifah do it because I I just think she would have been a, a definitely you know. A better choice for that but well we'll see most mccarthy might do good we shall yeah, see yeah i just feel like she's probably gonna throw in some kind of like silly comedy in there which you know that's just her acting style so yeah and if they they announce so much of course we can't talk about everything individually yeah. um but i do want to bring up the santa clauses yes because I've always been a big fan of that series um, ever since Corey and I and his family went and saw the first one, a golden ring. And then the second one, I'm a sucker for the second one. I love that fucking evil Santa, like more cocoa. Like, that the whole bit's great. To yeah. Me, so. uh, yeah. I'm, de- I'm, I think everyone is excited for, for that, for sure. And then Bernard coming back. That's, that's really exciting. Yeah. He hasn't been yeah. In the last couple, so, so. Yeah, a lot of people skipped out on the third film. So. Oh, yeah. He was in the second one, but I don't think he was in there very... He was in the second one. Bernard's in part right. two, but he's not in I part didn't three. Think a he lot had, of like, people didn't come back for the third. The second one. Yeah. 
He did. did he? he did. Okay. I, it's been uh-huh. a while. But I know, well, I know his son had, that's what I'm thinking of. His son had a very small Charlie. role in the second one. Yeah. No, Charlie has a big role in the second one because he's all grown up and he's like vandalized in the school. And there's that whole bit where like his uh, principal, yeah, but can't he leaves... stand, is the one that it ends up being Mrs. Right, Claus. Right, but he leaves Spoiler at the beginning to go on a Santa ski trip. So I think that was a way to get him out of the movie. He's not through like the whole movie. Like the I think you're talking about part three because there's no ski trip in part two. I've se- I watch part two like every Christmas season, so it's it's pretty fresh in my noggin. Okay. <laughs> Because the second one, he's like vandalized. The first time you see him, him and this girl are like sneaking into the high school right, gym and, and hanging out and them. spray painting. And you see the ladder pop up and then the, the, the yeah, principal comes up. She's like, Charlie, how you doing? Charlie. So, yeah. And then, like I mentioned before, the fucking, he gets this like plastic like clone of himself to like stay around while he goes back to, you know, get a new wife or get a yeah. wife so no one notices and he's just like <laughs> I don't know it's the stupidest shit that makes Martin me laugh Short kills I've me always I always one. love it yeah I've always seen the third one once honestly um it was okay it was fine I saw it in the theaters it's like one of the first movies that me and Lauren saw when we first got together mm-hmm. but uh I haven't seen it since I mean I, I've it's of course it's on TV around the holidays and of course I've caught bits and pieces but I've never sat down and watched it from you know bell to bell I mean the first and third one is the one we watched the most the first one I god sometimes we pop that on like in the middle of summer and watch it because it's just so good we were big Christmas fans in in this house so Gunner I always say if he could be anything he would be a who from whoville because that kid is like fucking obsessed (laughs) with Christmas it's so cute though where are you guys at on the Santa Claus series, Justin, Corey? I've never seen any of them. I mean, you got to remember, I'm a little bit older than you guys. So when that's I know, coming I know. out, it was like kiddie movies to me. So, you know what I mean? So, and my kids don't, my, my kids have always, like, there was a lot of Nickelodeon, but movie-wise, my kids were always into more, like, not adult movies, but just more grown-up, like, maybe teenage-type stuff. So I didn't, I, you know, a lot of yeah, those okay. kid movies I never caught up with. I haven't seen those Fair movies enough. since we were kids, probably, so I don't really have an opinion. But I remember liking them when yeah, I was yeah. younger. All right. Um, and then, of course, all the whole rigmarole of Marvel stuff that was announced. Um, yeah. D- did you yeah, see the... Oh, God. What was the one? Like, the werewolf one? I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, so they got this. I, I actually I didn't watch anything on it. I saw they have it's a special for Halloween. They're doing a Halloween special, kind of like in the same way they're doing a Christmas special with the Guardians. Mm-hmm. But this is Werewolf by Night. I don't know. That's what it's called. Something. Yeah. The only thing I watched was I watched the trailer for Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. and I watched um, what was it? I didn't, it wasn't nothing to watch. I saw the lineup for the Thunderbolts. Yeah. Which was pretty interesting. And they're bringing the What If series back, too, which is... That's not a surprise yeah. to me, because that was pretty popular. That, yeah, that was good. Um, I, I really enjoyed the first ones that they put out, so I'm excited for the new ones. I think the biggest surprise coming out of the the Marvel uh, panel was the uh, 
Captain America New World Order reveal with um, the new Falcon Captain America but the biggest part about that was Tim Blake Nelson is coming back to be the villain he's um, we haven't seen him since the Incredible Hulk when Marvel first started so I like how they're like starting to finally like bring it's start, they're starting to welcome the Incredible Hulk back into the fray a little bit more because you've got Tim Roth returning and um, he was in uh, Shang what the hell Shang-Chi and also um, he's currently on the uh, oh, She-Hulk yeah series. I was going to say he's on She-Hulk so and uh what else did they say? So yeah, pretty much the Thunderbolts is like your anti-Avengers. Um, I guess that's going to be the best thing we're going to get to an Avenger film for the next couple, few years until we get that fifth and sixth one that's coming that they announced. Um, Secret Wars is one of them. I forgot what the other one was. But they're coming out like six months apart. So Because right now there are no Avengers. Even Kevin Feige said the Avengers are disassembled. Which kind of figured after Endgame, so because <laughs> half of them died. Yeah, I'm, I mean, like I'm excited for obviously more quote unquote Avengers movies, but I don't know. I, I feel like it's. I feel like it's not the same. It's not. It's not the same at all. I feel like it, that was like an end of an era kind of thing. You know, it was. Yeah. It, it, it was, and you know what? That's fine. Kind of expected it. It's not like, you know, we expected these people to stick around after Endgame. That was, we knew that was going to be the, you know, the blow off. Mm-hmm. And everything was going to be like rebooted, essentially. Because now we've got Fox characters coming into the fray because they bought them yeah. out. And I don't think that the MCU has been handled beautifully for like 10 years and like this whole phase four feels like the first time they really fumbled the ball not in any way yeah, that, I agree. you know not in a, in a DC way but I mean it's well, been pretty underwhelming <laughs> they're, they're, none of the movies that have come out I don't think have been you know super and the, the reason f- yeah I agree the reason for that I think is because you're just you're it's too much yeah, that's you're the other introducing yeah. too many people not to mention now you've got TV shows right. that are like I feel I, I feel like Phase Four has been more television shows than movies, yeah. and that's just asking for more dedication from me, which I'm not trying to do. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's- a movie's one thing, two hours and I'm done, but you're asking me to commit to fucking you know six, you know like three four times the length of, of a movie would. And, the only thing I will say is that, that you know all like the Disney Plus shows that come out, it gives you something to watch while you're waiting for like that next big movie to come out. So it's just it's kind but, of like something to like hold you over, but it is a lot of information and like but, you have to watch this before you watch that, you know. But what exactly is She Hulk building towards? Because every time I see something about that show or hear about it, it's the fucking twerk. I think it. <laughs> I think, but there, I haven't watched this week's episode or uh, last week's episode yet. Um, I mean, they've already re- revealed that Daredevil yeah, is right. that at that's some point. Build. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say, Daredevil. That's, that's from what I understand, that's, it's leading into that. So, okay. Fair so enough. We shall see. We shall see. And, um, yeah, 
like I said, it's it's a lot. We we'll be here all night, which I'm not trying to do. Talking about D23. Uh, so the other event, which just wrapped up or is about to wrap up, is uh Toronto International Film Festival. TIFF. A lot of reviews coming out of that. A lot of good reviews. Some not so good. But a lot of announcements and, and, and such, like I, I love TIFF, like to me, I, I feel like TIFF is like the official kickoff to award season. Um, of course, The Whale had its premiere. We've been talking about that film for weeks now. Um, it's been shown, it's been heavily praised, and it just makes me want to see it even more now. Kind of surprised that we haven't seen anything when the movie coming out, except for like the same two or three picture stills, but there's been no trailer. There's been nothing as far as like um, when it's coming out. Did it pick up a distributor? I, I don't. I don't even know if anyone signed on to, to release it yet. Maybe that's why there's no trailer. I don't know. I just think it's weird because all the other films that I'm just now hearing about for the first time, they they at least have trailers to accompany. Do you think them. they're trying to hold this. it back for awards or something like that? Like obviously it's going to be an award contender. You think they're just trying to hold it back so there's more buzz later if, in the year? If that's what they're doing, though, I hope they don't... They gotta ease it up a little bit, you know? They're getting a little cocky. If that's if that's the road they're going down, they might get cocky. Kind of like the way I feel Mickey Rourke's campaign got cocky back in 09. With, and that's why he didn't win the award. I Plus mean, maybe they just want to keep it, like, concealed. Maybe it's, like, a big film they don't want anybody to know about. When it comes out, you'll see it and you'll enjoy it. All you need is well, the I'm praise from the, the film festivals. That's really it. Realistically, it. Well, my go-to guy who reviewed all these films, Joe Blows, Chris Bumbray, he gave the film nine out of ten. Um, he pretty much said uh, that it, it 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 tiptoes around like the most depressing film, you know, category. Like it, but he still gave it a lot of praise. This is Aronofsky we're talking about. He knows all about fucking tension. Rock Room for a Dream. I saw that for the first time earlier this year. The less said about that, the better. Um, Oof. Dude, that, that movie fucked me up. Yeah, I agree. It's, I, I, it's it, a hard it pill to swallow. That movie yes. legit fucked me up for like a little while. I, I had to like turn it off halfway through and like go out and do something and come back to it. I, I couldn't even get through it the whole way through the first time. <laughs> you were going to work. <laughs> I was off. I was off that day. That's so funny you so. say that, Corey, because I, I, I went to the movie theater to see it. It played at the uh, Rotunda here in Baltimore. And I went, like, all my other friends were either working or had something else to do. It was like a Saturday afternoon. So I went and saw it. And I did have to go into work after that. And, like, yeah, after, like after the movie was over, I, like, Ooh, man. like, luckily I was by myself. Like, I bolted through the lobby to get out into my car got into my car and just fucking burst into tears like i was a fucking wreck yeah like the, the whole ellen bernston thing like her at the end that just fucking Ugh, it was it, so yeah it, it destroyed me and, and i could barely keep it together long enough to get to the car and then <laughs> yeah and then i went to work after that and i was just like miserable <laughs> but i love that movie i've seen that movie like a dozen times like it, it's it's i mean it's one it's weird because it's a tough watch but it's just so well done um you know i love Oh, it is. Uh, I'm not going to take from that at all. It definitely was just beautifully crafted. Like, it was like 
watching a beautiful beautiful disaster unfold right in front of your eyes. Train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's Mother. A, Nobody likes Mother. I, I think Mother is amazing. Yeah, Mother is I'm good. not religious, mother? so it's, got, it's gonna go over my head. That's his newest I, film, Before the Whale. Mother. See, it was mother, good. If you know what Mother's about, like, it doesn't need to, it's, it doesn't have to be some big, like, mystery. It's like, it's basically a retelling of the Bible. It's also right. like a, a climate change allegory and like a thing about men and women. It, like, if you know that going in, then it all makes perfect sense. It's not this weird. I mean, it's weird. It's very weird. Don't get me wrong. It's not this hard to decipher thing. And I don't think it was meant to be that way. People made it into that. But, you know, it's kind of obvious and that's OK. Like, I don't I think, think that's a bad thing. I think if Is you it, don't know what you're going into, it's. Like, if you didn't know anything, I think it would be tougher to decipher. It's you know? it, is it the Jennifer Lawrence movie? Yes. Okay, I'm looking it up. I'm yeah. just making sure I'm looking the right one up. Okay. God, there's, like, a lot of stacked actors in there. It's crazy. But, like, the last... It's so hard to like watch. Like, the last 30 to 40 minutes of it, to me, is, like... I hate dream sequences in movies. Like, they don't feel real to me. The end of that movie, the last, right. the, the, th the whole third act feels like a dream sequence, like like actual like dream logic to me. Like when I have a dream, not that it's that dark and fucked up, but just the way like something will be happening <laughs> in one room and then she walks into another room and there's a completely different yeah. scenario going on. You know, you know how dreams do that. Like mm -hmm. that movie does the best job of capturing that feeling that I've ever seen in a film, which is probably a big reason why I love that movie so much. Yeah, it's underrated yeah, it's, for sure. Yeah, it's one of the hardest films to stomach, but it's one of those films that you just you gotta see it. You just fucking have to see it. It's so yeah. good, but it's so bad. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna watch it this weekend and then message you guys and be like, it's, you "Son of a bitch!" Oh, bitches. you've never seen it before? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's, oh god, it's it's on it's it's on my Voodoo account. All right, I'll check it out this weekend. Um, you owe it to yourself. Yeah. Good luck, honestly. <laughs> you know what people are talking about as well that's they're, they're not really praising and that's uh confess fletch sadly they are not digging this movie <laughs> surprise because surprise bomber gave it a six out of ten yeah, it's gonna get compared to the chevy chase movie and it's supposed to be a different take it's not like that comedic ch uh fletch which is what everybody wants in the end. I don't like a handful of people. That's what I want. I, I, I want the disguises. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm still going to see yeah, it. It's, it's just right. And uh, Bombray also gave The Menu, a film that we've talked about a couple times on here, a 9 out of 10. Oh, cool. So, it's definitely going to be some good stuff talking about that for the last couple months here on one here and pearl 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 so i i, I guess i'm just going to gloss over this because again none of you guys have seen x oh you, you did see x huh? okay <laughs> so you know what pearl is then i know who pearl is yeah i'm excited to see it i i'm intrigued i uh, you know I, yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of the old makeup in x but obviously, Pearl's going to be different. So yeah, I, I'm interested to see the backstory. Sure. Did you know who, who Pearl was when you were watching? I knew. It? Yeah, I could tell. Okay. The old person makeup stood out, and then I, as I continued to watch, I was like, oh, oh, okay. And I see what Ty West was doing. Like I respect that, but 
the old person makeup just doesn't work for me in a lot of movies. There's very few times where I think it really works. It's distracting to me for some reason. Yeah. Oddly, the jackass guys do it better than most Hollywood films. Do. I know they need to call them in. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville is probably a fucking expert. Oh, yeah. And then at TIFF this weekend, they announced the sequel to X called Maxine, which is going to follow the survivor. Spoiler alert. Um, as she heads into the 80s, because X takes place in 1979. And this Maxine film is supposed to take place in the mid-80s. I'm intrigued. I, I liked uh, Maxine. I, I thought she was a good character. I thought Mia Goth was excellent in X. I really enjoyed it. She's so good. And I, like I said, I, I did not know that that was her point double duty until I think it was. I didn't think I did. I don't think I knew until uh, I was all the way to the theater seeing it back in March. And I was listening to uh, the Boo Crew podcast and they had Mia Goth on there and they were talking about her playing, you know, the dual roles. And I was like, wait, what? Get the fuck out of here. She plays the woman. Okay. No. Cool. So. Um, I, I still I'm, like yeah. I'm. I haven't. I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm really looking forward to X. And You'll like it, Justin. It's already yeah, up your alley. Yeah, you will. And, you definitely will. And if you're saying that Maxine is like the final girl story, like you know, a handful of years later, that sounds intriguing because one of my biggest, one of the biggest disappointments for me with the new Halloween series, and same thing with the Texas Chainsaw movie from earlier this year, is I don't like what they did with the final girl story like you know 40 years later she's still fighting this same demon it, like that's sad to me like i know you're supposed to get excited like yay jamie <laughs> curves back but it's like fuck this woman never like her entire life was never able to shake this thing and like have a catharsis from it like i know it's thinking too much and put too much into it but like yeah no it's funny that, when you think about it that way that. yeah and so like the idea of a, a like again without having seen x the idea of a maxine movie maybe kind of a, a a different take on the final girl a few years later and how she processed that whole experience yeah we'll see mid 80s a lot of hard drugs sex and rock and roll so here's what kind of road that they'll be taking with that one so all right well um let's move on Coming attractions. Coming soon to theaters. So also coming out of TIFF was Steven Spielberg's new film, The Fablemans. Movies are dreams. That you never forget. Sammy? The lights change how everything looks. It's hard to find our house. Ours is the dark house with no lights. In this family, it's the scientists versus the artists. Sammy's on my team, takes after me. What kind of movie are we gonna make? 
dismiss what he does. It's playful or imaginative. You could afford to be a little encouraging. She should have been the concert piano player. What she got in her heart is what you got. You can't just love something, you also have to take care of it. It's more important than your hobby. Can you stop calling it a hobby? Mom got a monkey! Why'd you get a monkey? Because I needed a laugh. You always have to be the center of attention. Stop shouting at her! That has been nothing but disrespect from you! I'm your mother! Family, art, it'll tear you in two. You stop making movies, it'll break your mother's heart. I don't know what to do anymore. You do what your heart says you have to. What was your favorite part? So, what do you guys think of this trailer? Yeah, it looks awesome. You know what it is? Do you know what it is, honestly? I mean, yeah, I'm assuming Spielberg. it's autobiographical. It's Spielberg's... Uh, yes, yeah. okay. I just, uh, hopefully you guys knew that. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's, It just looks magical. And something about seeing that Amblin logo at the beginning, I was just like, I don't know. Seeing that fucker just takes me away. It honestly looks like like chicken noodle soup for the soul, like just for a movie. Like that's what it looks like. It just looks like it. You're gonna have like a warm feeling watching it. You know, as anybody such as us who likes films. You know, I've never, I was, I've never aspired yeah. to make movies, but uh, you know, I've always had a passion and enjoyed them. And I can just feel that coming through, even in the trailer. So it just looks awesome. Plus, Paul Dano is like the straight lace dad. I'm so into that. Like, I love yes. Paul Dano. Yeah, I was thinking how anybody who hates Spielberg's sentimental streak is going to fucking hate this movie. Like, it looks like <laughs> pure sugary Spielberg. But, you know, that's that's great. And I like that there seems to be some thing going on like the past five or ten years with these, like, you know, the America's best directors making these movies about their childhoods, like uh, right. you know, Paul Thomas Anderson, Tarantino, and now you got Spielberg doing it. There's there's a part of me that feels like Spielberg is making this movie. I mean, yeah, he's making it for himself because it's his it's his story. But I feel like, in a sense, he's making this film for yeah. us as cinephiles. Like, you know, it's kind of like here are my beginnings, and this is you know with the twist, like sort of. You know, you get to pretty much see how his imagination went wild as a kid. He's pretty much putting that all out there on full display. And I think that's one of the coolest elements of this movie is we're going to get to see, you know, a boy's imagination take place in reality. And see just what it inspired him to, you know. Of course, the whole train sequence that we, you know, we're just going to see it all. And I'm excited as a, as a fan of film and, and everything like this movie you know this was made for us yeah i haven't I loved a spielberg movie in a long time so i'm hoping that this kind of breaks that streak i haven't yeah it same one, but I, there's none that have bowled me over quite some time yeah. and this this trailer just looks so magical and special and i, just, I can't wait to see yes. it in November. And like just watching the trailer just makes me feel like i'm gonna be emotional watching this movie <laughs> in a good way but in, in a, a good, good way. way. Yeah, in a good way. Jinx, goddammit. <laughs> we do that too much yeah. now. Um, 
Yeah, what'd you think, Andrew? I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I like films like this. I, I obviously like films that are inspired by a true story. Obviously, it's dramatized, but at the same time, it's done by Spielberg himself. I see it's produced by Spielberg. Is it written by Spielberg? Yeah. Yes, he's doing the whole shebang. I mean, it, it looks great. I, I'm definitely intrigued. I have not heard of this film until you told me about it earlier, but I'm all in for sure. And was that Seth Rogen yes. that popped yes. up? Yes. Yeah, like that's what I'm still wrapping my head around. I'm sitting here looking at the cast. I'm like, Seth Rogen, what the fuck? And I noticed that his sister's played by Julia Butters. Yes. So, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, like I said, and Judd Hirsch. Gotta, gotta acknowledge Judd Hirsch, because it looks like it's a, a meaty role for yeah. him, you know? Which is which is just great. It's it's kind of like you know the grandson and grandfather connection. It's just a, it just looks like it's going to be so good, and I'm here for it. Come on, November, and then one last thing, John fucking Williams is doing the music. Oh, is he? I thought Indiana Jones was going to be his last thing. No, he's doing this. Huh. That's so. cool. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Oh yeah, Steven Spielberg co-wrote it with uh, Tony oh, Kushner, right. but he directed it, produced it, or co-produced it at least, and it's based on him. So yeah, he doesn't write a lot. Yeah. Of his, I mean, he, he he's written others in the past, but he doesn't write them a lot. Yeah, and and you know what? It's nice to see Amblin back with Universal. There's just something about seeing that that moon with the little bike. Like the logos together, like in the old days, like ET and stuff. That's pretty cool. To me. So anyway, the um, we can move on. So let's talk about Glass Onion, Knives Out Two. Ladies and gentlemen. This is it. You expect it? The mystery. You expected a puzzle. But for one person on this island, this is not a game. Will you explain it to us then, detective? mystery start now this trailer dropped like literally the day after we wrapped recording last week's episode so I know this 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 is like about a week old this trailer but it's still our first like actual look at this movie and it's you know it's right off the cuff it's a whole lot different from the first one so we got this whole you know exotic beach resort 
you know, theme inside of this, you know, dark, cold mansion that the first one had. Uh, of course, we have a big cast. Can't have a nice out film without a big ensemble cast. And again, I didn't see Ethan Hawke in that trailer one time. He's supposed to be in the movie. So that just feeds more to my theory that he's the one that gets killed. And uh, Dave Bautista, just fucks, he looks like he's just fucking hamming it up. It's uh, I love that guy. Who would have thought fucking Big Dave Batista, the Deacon, <laughs> twenty years Deacon ago Dave. would go on to be yeah, you would just come on or go on to be this like this big time actor. Like when he went into acting from wrestling, I was like, oh Christ, I can just see him pop up and like him and Bill Goldberg will be co-starring in a bunch of directed video Santa shit Slate for the next too. two decades. But no, like he was able to earn himself a role in Guardians eight years ago and it's pretty much changed him for the better. I feel like that was kind of like so. The Rock though. Like when you first heard about him like becoming like an the actor Rock's- you're like oh god. But then like think about everything he's done now and you're like you forget about him being a wrestler sometimes you know. Yeah and it didn't happen overnight with The Rock. I mean his first like Fuck the first decade he got in the in the movies, like they weren't all winners. I mean, Doom, Be Cool, <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking Doom, you know, the, uh, S- Southland Tales, like uh-huh. they weren't all winners. So, actually, no, I can't really comment on Southland Tales. I've never seen the movie. Fucking I'm just going sucks. off what everyone tells me. <laughs> One of the worst goddamn movies <laughs> I've ever seen. Not a not a Richard Kelly fan. Nah, fuck that guy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't like his movies, though. <laughs> All right. Not okay. even Donnie Darko. Um, what do you guys think of uh, this Knives Out trailer? You guys excited to yeah. come back for another adventure I'm, with uh, Inspector I Blanc? I think it looks great. Yeah, I'm excited for it, for sure. Yeah. It. Just, Justin, do you like the first movie? It's all right. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. It was, it's all right. Like I didn't, I didn't hate it. I, I wanted to hate it, and I didn't. I was like, oh, I wasn't so. You <laughs> wanted to hate it so bad. <laughs> You're sitting there. That is the most Justin fucking thing I've but ever I think, heard. I, I wanted to hate but it. But I think we talked about it before. Me and Justin were really bitter about uh, the last, <laughs> or not yeah. the last Jedi. Um, yeah, no, it was last. Jedi. It was the last right. Jedi. Yeah, I'm right. bitter about it. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, and so when I heard that he did this, I was like, oh, God, that son of a bitch. And then when I watched it, I was like, God, I love this movie. It's so good. He redeemed himself. <laughs> I just imagine Justin standing up and being all pissed. He's like, it fucking was good. God damn it. I to hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I just want to like, say. I um, like to be pleasantly surprised, so I was happy. I, I wasn't against it. I just want to say I'm glad uh, Daniel Craig's back because I'm sure he's going to have like a fucking just mouthful of scenery around the whole movie. Like, I'm sure he's going to just be chewing yeah. on everything. And, uh, you know, just from the trailer, it looks like obviously it's going to have a lot to do with like puzzles and games and but stuff that like that. that being said, don't overdo it. Please don't overdo it. You had the right amount of block in the first film. Yeah. Don't have him in like every fucking scene with that goddamn accent and attitude. No, Don't he do can't it. be the main person. You need like the I forget the character's name, but the actress Anna De Armas. You need a character like her to kind of anchor the film. So I don't know who that's going to be in this new one. And he kind of had a partner too in Lakeith Stanfield, yeah. who's not in this. I noticed. Yeah. So I'm hoping 
maybe so. Ethan Hawke is who anchors the town. I don't know. I mean, wishful yeah. thinking, I guess. Ethan Hawke's being the fucking victim. I'm telling you right now, he's getting offed and setting off the story. I'm telling you. Yeah. That's what we haven't seen him. What um, if it was Deacon Dave all along? <laughs> it might be. It could be. It's a pretty good percent chance that he might be one of them or, or the sole killer. So, I don't know. We'll find out in December. So, um, oh, and coming out of TIFF because it had its premiere, great reviews. Uh, Brumbury gave it a 9 out of 10. And. Or maybe it was an eight. It was, it was up there. It was it was a high score. So, um, a lot of things he couldn't reveal. The um, the Edward Norton role is really meaty, but the less said about it, the better. And yeah, those were pretty much the big observations that came out of his review. Other than the fact that he gave it a pretty high rating and pretty uh, high praise. So, yeah, I'm just surprised that yeah we got to wait like three months for it to come out so alright Justin this is for you this trailer for Babylon what about you sorry if you could go anywhere in the whole world where would you go I always want to be part of something bigger I love that answer something that lasts that means something something yes. more important than life yes it's written in the stars. I am a star. If I had money, I would only spend it on things that were fun, you know? Not boring things like taxes. I'm just wanting for everyone to party forever. When I first moved to LA, signs on all the doors said, no actors or dogs allowed. I changed that. And now, y'all ready for something different? You know what we have to do? We have to redefine the form. Map those dreams and print them into history. Look up and say, Eureka! I'm not alone. I'm in so much trouble, Manny. We have to live now. What I do means something. You thought this child needed you. It's bigger than you. It's the most magical place in the world. Listen up! Who wants to see me fight a snake? Hell yeah! Yeah, by the way, I didn't I didn't throw it out there. I was just surprised because I know you guys are such big uh, Whiplash fans, I figured you'd be interested in the new Chazelle movie. I'm a big La La Land fan myself. As I well. haven't seen any of them. I've never I, seen one of the guys' movies, so like I, I, I saw, I saw Whiplash. That was great. I have not seen La La Land. That it's on my list. 
for like what? the longest time though. He's two for two with me, so I mean, but this, I, I'm sorry, but this trailer just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't gel with me. Yeah, I, I wasn't real moved by it. I, I, I didn't recommend it. Like, I was like, hey, you got to check out this trailer. I just, I, I thought you cool. were. That's why I was like, this one's for you, yeah, Justin. Yeah, I figured you guys would be more on top of it than you are, apparently. I mean, I, right. I, I think Whiplash is like probably my favorite film that's came out in the past 10 years, but I did not watch this trailer that you speak of now. It's my favorite film in 2014, Whiplash. So, so it's 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 quite my tempo. But um, um all right, <laughs> yeah. Hey, the drums. So and, good, you'll th- you'll hurl a chair to high school kids' head. That's right. All right, well then we can finally move on to uh, the last trailer I wanted to talk about this week, The Banshees of Inishrin. Alam Sonny Larry. Didn't Jude? He used to be the best of friends. We're still the best of friends. No, you're not. Who says we're not? Sit somewhere else. Now, if I've done something to you, just tell me what I've done to you. Well, you didn't do anything to me. I just don't like you no more. You liked me yesterday. Why does he not want to be friends with you no more? Why is he 12? What the hell's going on with you, me feckin' brother? He's dull, Siobhan. But he's always been dull. The other night, two hours, you spent talking to me about the things you found in your little donkey shite that day. Well, it wasn't me little donkey shite. It was me pony shite, which shows how much you were listening. If you don't stop talking to me... Colin! And if you don't stop bothering me, I have a set of shears at home. And each time you bother me from this day on, I'll take those shears and I'll take one of my fingers off with them. And I'll give that finger to you until I have no fingers left. Does this make things clearer to you? Not really, no. Starting from now. But shush like, Polly. You know, shush like. Yeah, I'd shush like. Would you not want him to have to do the one finger to see if he was bluffing like? No, we wouldn't. Because worse goes to worse, he can still play the fiddle with four fingers, I bet ya. Going back to your own gang now, Porrick. And talking to me, are ya? Why aren't you talking to Porrick no more? That wouldn't be a sin now, would it, Father? No, but it's not very nice either, is it? Do you know who we remember for how nice they was in the 17th century? Who? Absolutely no one. Yeah, we all remember the music at the time. Everyone to a man knows Mozart's name. I don't, so there goes that theory. Can't be waiting around for any more of this madness. Let's just call it quits. We won't call it quits. We'll call it the start. But no, um, I like In Bruges. I haven't seen it in a while, but I love, I love the chemistry. One, one of my favorite things about the film was the chemistry between Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. And now to see them back in this movie, just left me asking questions. So, you know, looking forward to whenever the hell it comes out. According to Wikipedia, it comes out October 21st from Searchlight Pictures. So it may or may not be a... Hulu exclusive, we'll see. No, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
Why don't you guys speak for once? I feel like I'm the only person about talking it, about it's this a movie shit. That I've never God seen damn! Before, and I feel like this is my no, department. don't. No, I'm being serious for you. I'm being <laughs> serious. Yeah, I, like, I think it looks wanna... good. I'm I'm kind of curious if he does chop off all of his fingers every time he fucking talks to him. That's why <laughs> I want to watch it. <laughs> all right, well, fuck it. What are you gonna do about it? Let's move on to uh, what's next? Let's do weekly recommends. What would you get for a six-year-old boy who chronically wets his? Bed? I'm going last. Sorry, you're gonna have to wait a little bit more. For my clerk's three thoughts. Your nine spoilers. Andrew, what do you got for us? My week, my weekly recommend what this do you week. Got? God damn it. My weekly recommend this week <laughs> is a film that I've actually seen. It's Logan. Like Logan, like I was you trying just to say. That earlier. Out of your ass, I didn't did, you? I did. I did. But let me tell you, I've seen that film <laughs> enough. What you just talking about. I, I've seen that film I enough love to like, like the back of my fucking hand. It's my favorite comic book film of all time. It's by far my favorite performance of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but more importantly, it's a it's a fantastic story. Like, if you're if if you liked Endgame, you should like closures to comic book films. This is the perfect closure to X Men. So I won't give away too too much, but definitely go and see it. But I also, of course, hang on before you go into the next one. I'm just letting you guys know I'm stepping away for a few minutes, but Andrew, go, and then, I don't know, Jocelyn, then Corey, then Justin, and then I'll come back and give you my Clark's three thoughts. I'm going to go, I'm going to go before Ed, if that's okay. There you go. All right, guys, I'll be back. Uh, Go on, Andrew. My film that I recommend this week that I clearly haven't seen because it's a 2017 Japanese horror comedy film. It's called One Cut of the Dead. It's got 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. Come on. Let me oversell it that way. It's a Japanese zombie movie. It's a comedy film directed by somebody that I certainly will not butcher. It follows a team of actors and filmmakers who shoot a zombie film in one cut. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 the budget was right, 3 Emerald. million JPY, <laughs> and I have no idea what the outcome was. It's got 100% <laughs> of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. I've never hey. seen it, but anybody who's ever seen it says it's good. There you go. 100%. 100%. Can't miss. Andrew, I seriously live for your recommendations every week. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Thank you. <laughs> nothing will ever top the first while. week. And nothing will ever top the first week where everybody slowly realized Andrew was promoting a movie and never fucking seen. <laughs> Still blows my goddamn mind. The, the funniest part about it is Sean was totally in on the cell, too. He was like, wait a minute. You said at the beginning of this you've never seen this. I was like, nah, dude. <laughs> All right. You want you want to go next, Justin, or you want me to? Uh, I can go. Um, I, I haven't been... I mean, I've seen good stuff, but... Like... Not that I'm recommending this stuff, but I, I'm just going to throw it out there because we haven't talked about it. But John Luc Gardo died this week. Yeah, I and, saw your tweet. Yeah, and I use it as an excuse to watch. Like, he's one of those guys I've been meaning because he's made a lot of stuff. And I've been meaning to go back and try to tear through a bunch of it. And, you know, I've seen close to 10 of them. Um, so as we're recording this, he died yesterday. Um, I watched one that I'd never seen, Hail Mary. I was kind of wishy-washy on that one. I didn't love it, didn't hate it. Um, So after that, I went back and watched one that I absolutely love called Every Man for Himself. Um, So I don't know. I don't know a lot of people listening to this care about that kind of movie, but I highly recommend it if you are. Um, And then just for something fun, like I've been watching a lot of shit lately. Um, 
and this one is it, it, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like it's a conservative, like ultra Christian movie, and it's about uh, like a Muslim think tank that have these American scientists working for them, and they're forcing that not forcing them they, like they don't like they're hired, but they have them working on this this um, project to move matter, sort of like the fly, like from one place, like a teleportation device. And in the process of making this, the, the main guy finds out that the that the main Muslim guy is like a, a Muslim fundamentalist and wants to use it for like nefarious purposes. And then he also inadvertently creates time travel. So the Muslim guy, the bad Muslim guy finds out about it and he makes a plan where he's going to send soldiers back to Jesus and kill Jesus. That way, Christianity never happens. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> that got real deep there. <laughs> he took, it's a, he exactly, took me down. It's exactly as good as it sounds. Like, it, it, it lives up to the promise of, oh, of what... It, it delivers on its premise. Like, it, it just... A lot of, like I like watching those Christian fundamentalist movies because they're either just bone dry, boring, or they're like the funniest thing you've ever seen. It's you're rolling the dice when you watch one of these things, and I rolled the dice on this one, and it ended up being awesome. So I, I feel um, like I could watch a movie about Justin explaining this movie because <laughs> it was classic, <laughs> and that doesn't even begin to scratch the surface. Like there's just a lot going on. In, this movie so if that's if that's your thing i have a feeling i recommended two things tonight that absolutely nobody but me cares about but so be it if that's your thing check it out because it's definitely it, it's fucking hilarious and it's not meant to be by the no, way i'm i'm interested it sounds like the ramblings and like bible of like a cult honestly like that's yeah, what it I mean, sounds like what it is it is like I, I'm, and I'm i'm not making fun of christian people and people who believe in god and all that this is like a fundamentalist type of mentality and I don't have any problem making fun of them. So, um, yeah. And I don't even know if I gave the name it's called, well, and I watched it on Tubi, of course. And <laughs> I heard Tubi. about it. I heard about it called assassin 33 AD. So that's what I looked up. And on Tubi, what they have is the assassin 33 AD director's cut, which is called black Easter. So that's what I watched was Black Easter. <laughs> Black Easter. <laughs> that was a walk. And it's not a parody. It's it's like it's they mean it's very sincere. They mean every fucking second of it, which just makes it so much greater. Uh, Black Easter. I'm just like it just sounds like a Stallone <laughs> or fucking Schwarzenegger movie like about Easter. Is it right Jesus up there with Christ. Life of Brian? It, it yeah, I mean it might be funnier than Life of Brian in some ways, but never intentionally. You know? Life of Brian was meant to be funny. This thing was. Oh uh, yes, yes, that's satire. All right, I get it. But if you watch this like satire, it's amazing. <laughs> well, all right, I'll go next. So my movie isn't as batshit crazy as yours, but it might not be too far off. Um, my movie just came on HBO Max, and it's called uh, Moonfall the latest Roland Emmerich movie. And holy shit. I don't know how this movie got made. I, I think he like financed it independently. Like Roland Emmerich just went around and got a bunch of money to film this movie. 
because it is such a weird movie. It's like a throwback disaster porn type movie from the late 90s, early 2000s. It's got Patrick Wilson and Halle Berry. And I don't know the actor's name, but Sam from fucking Game of Thrones is in it. And uh, it is just the most batshit crazy big movie I've seen in a long time. Like, it's just the whole premise. Like, you would think it's tongue in cheek. Like, the fucking moon is hollow and full of evil nanobots that are going to destroy us. And the moon's moving and destroying the Earth. And you would just think like it's done tongue in cheek, but I really don't think it is. I really think it's just done like straight on serious and it's supposed to be badass and cool. And it's really fucking not. And it's hilarious. And uh, just like everything in the movie just doesn't look right. Like, I mean, everything's green screen, like every fucking scene, every establishing shot. Like anytime you see anybody outdoors walking into somewhere, it's an obvious green screen. And it's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> just the whole movie like that. They're like moons out of orbit. I'm like, it's like this whole big discovery in the beginning that the moon's out of orbit. Like, I'm like, if the moon was out of orbit, we all be fucking dead. Like there would be hey, no discovery. <laughs> like, it, it, it's just like hilarious. Like they're like the moon's out of orbit. And then like Sam from uh, Game of Thrones is supposed to be this crackpot, but he's fucking right. Yeah, but he Bradley. like works at a restaurant. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just keep calling him. <laughs> no, I, I I just thought of it because I I I don't know. It just popped up in my head. <laughs> so, but yeah, like he's like supposed to be a crackpot. Like the, his theory that the moon is hollow and like uh, a superstructure, not actually a real moon, which he's right. But he's treated like a crackpot. <laughs> like it's just I don't know. It's just like he works at a fucking restaurant. I'm like, what? How does I don't know. Just none of it makes any sense. Patrick Wilson is supposed to be like the cool uh, astronaut and he's kind of a dick and an idiot in the movie. So it's kind of entertaining. Halle Berry is trying to act and it just doesn't work. It's fucking hilarious when she's talking to her son. I mean, it is like cliche, cliche, like Tropic Thunder fucking trailer shit right there. I mean, it is just bad. Like it, it is laughable, but it is entertaining. And then the nanobots, they don't attack people. Um, unless they have technology around them. That's the whole fucking gimmick. So if you don't have technology around you, you're okay. You don't get killed. So it's just it's just completely ridiculous. Like, the, the fucking nanobots attack, and then Halle Bear's like, I think they're attacking technology. It's, <laughs> it's just so bad. It's but fucking entertaining. I don't know. It had me entertained for two hours. It, it's just like three people launch a fucking NASA rocket ship as a tidal wave's coming and hitting it. Like, it is just ridiculous in the fucking best way, but I don't think the people making it realized <laughs> what they were making and was making it straight on. Like, this is going to be a badass action movie. Yeah, you um, sold me. You sold me on it. Because I've heard the same thing about it, like, essentially what you're saying when you've gone into a little bit more detail. And, like, now I'm like, oh, it, you, you definitely had me when you said that, like, everything's filmed against a green screen. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, I hate that, but when it's done in a really like shit movie, it just becomes funny to me. So like that that sold me right there. I'm like, okay, now I gotta see it. Oh yeah, it, it's yeah. <laughs> it's just like funny. Like they're like trying to save the world. They're like sending all the fucking NASA crew home. They all go home, and then they're like, how are we gonna launch the rocket? It's like fuck it, we can do it with three of us. And then they <laughs> launch the rocket. It's just like. <laughs> 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 that fucking movie's hilarious. I love it. And like Brian Wilson is like the lead fucking NASA scientist. 
He's like defaulting on his house, but the motherfucker's got like a hundred thousand dollar car in his garage. It's like you piece <laughs> of shit, fucking sell the car, support your family. <laughs> it's just hilarious. The movie's so bad. Nobody comes off good in it. Like, oh god. Yeah, I'll be watching that. <laughs> it's worth it's worth the two hours just to fucking wonder how this movie got made in twenty twenty two. The same way that Pauly Shore Pinocchio movie got made. <laughs> oh, I know exactly how that shit got made. <laughs> uh, right, who's up? Uh, me. Um, I don't know. I was trying to think of something to recommend. The only thing that I've seen, uh, I guess, in the last week. I mean, it, it doesn't always have to be a movie you guys have seen lately. Like, it, it could be something that you know is good that you want to recommend. It, it doesn't have to be something yeah, like seen all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Andrew, <laughs> you're always good early. for yeah, bringing up movies that are, you know, dated. So, anyway, um. I don't know. I mean, I, so I saw Pinocchio on Friday. I did want to talk about that a little bit because I know we've talked about it and we were wondering like how it was going to be and stuff. That was Pauly Shore. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Hysterical. You don't talk to me until you've seen that one. <laughs> I will. I will get around to that. My husband was like, we need to watch that Pauly Shore Pinocchio because Corey keeps talking it up on your show. So I was cracking up. Anyway, um, so, I mean, like I said, it's the, like 90% of the characters are, are CGI, but it looked like phenomenal. Like, I couldn't believe how great they got, like, the details of, like, certain things, like, visually how it looked. It, it was it was amazing. Um, it, I mean, it does follow, like, the same story as, like, the original movie, which is great. It doesn't kind of, I mean, it veers off a little bit with like the whole Stromboli I think that's his name is this Stromboli I think it is like that whole thing but um I don't know I, I mean it, it was pretty good my kids enjoyed it I I enjoyed it I'm not gonna say I like I I hated it Wait, I didn't what's, like it what's what's Stromboli it's you talking about you mean the the, the monstro the whale no the Stromboli is like the um the guy who runs where Pinocchio goes and he has to do the show and he sings like I've got no strings. Yeah, you know? I think you're right. When he gets yeah. the donkey and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talking about Pleasure Island. No, yeah. be before that, uh, like yeah, he goes to Pleasure Island. Uh, after that, I thought, I thought you were talking about Lampwick. Yeah, I mean that's that's after he goes to Stromboli's. Okay. So is that sequence is Pleasure Island in the new movie? Yes. So that is okay. Obviously, they change it. They they're drinking root that's like root beer. There's no cigar smoking. <laughs> you know, like they had to they had to tame it down. Yeah, a that little bit. that sequence used to always be like the scariest sequence to me in the cartoon because like all of a sudden they're all talking turning the fucking donkeys and shit and it just freaked me <laughs> out. That was the point though. Like, don't do bad. I know. Things. I know. I jackass. know. <laughs> but um. I mean, I like Luke Evans in it. He's always I, I I like Luke Evans in anything. He's a great singer too, and his uh, Luke Evans is in it. Yeah, yeah. He, is he is he is he supposed to be in like every single live action Disney? Film? I don't know. Yeah, I I forgot <laughs> about that that he was in um, Beauty and the Beast. But Tom Hanks did right. a really great job. Um, it's kind of weird seeing him like in a you know an old man role like 
like an old, old man right i know but it makes me sad i don't <laughs> want to see him like that so mm, watch, watch him in elvis you'll get real sad Oh, he's Geppetto. I, I have no urge to want to see Elvis. Wait, did you see Elvis, Justin? Yeah, I did. I kept reading on Twitter, people were going, the Elvis movie slaps. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to watch this thing. <laughs> he said slaps. Slaps. That, that's slaps. What, what the fuck? <laughs> that's, like, that's literally what I kept seeing. So I was like, all right, I guess I got I to gotta look at this thing. It's one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> oh, God. It looks terrible. <laughs> <Fucking awful. laughs> it was subpar, wasn't that? It was, to say the least. To say the least. That's great. Can't imagine it being great, that's for sure. And I was like, man can go fuck himself. <laughs> I just don't. I think he might be the worst big, like, big name, big budget filmmaker in Hollywood in, like, at least the past 20 years. Like, I'll take, I don't like Roland Emmerich movies, although I'm going to watch Moonfall, but I'll take him over Baz Luhrmann, you know, every day of the week. I just, I do not get that fucking guy. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't like any of the fucking movies he does. Yeah, and, uh, and like maybe if you're not an Elvis fan, the Elvis movie's cool. But I like I I am an Elvis fan, not the the old early rockabilly stuff. I like all I, this I like. Does it show old Elvis? Yeah, it does, and that that's actually the best part of the movie. But here's the thing: Does he die on the shitter? There's literally one. <laughs> no, no. There's literally one scene of Fat Elvis. How do you make what? an Elvis movie and you have what? Fat Elvis in it for two minutes, if that? That's People what know saying. him more as Fat Elvis than skinny, you know, whatever. Yeah, Fuck up, whatever. It's, it's, it's I'm, I'm, terrible. It's terrible. Okay, well, let's talk about something not so terrible. Clunk's three. I'm living on borrowed time. No more watching movies. I'm gonna make a movie! What's the movie gonna be about? It's about him working here. Meta. Everything in the script is something either me or someone I know said. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Maybe Jay and Silent Bob could be characters. Jay and Silent Bob are like C-3PO and R2-D2. They've been here since the first movie, which was the last time they were cool. But they've been with the franchise so long, they still give them cameos and put them on the lunchboxes. Snoochie Booches! Please tell me why! I believe in you. You should put in that stuff you used to say about the Death Star contractors. Get sued by Disney. No way. Now that's what I call acting! <laughs> Take off your pants. Uh, what the hell is this? I added a scene where you get shot. I'm not letting you kill me off in the third act. What if there's a sequel? A sequel? What am I, a hack? So back in 2006... Kevin Smith dropped Clerks 2 on us and showed us that it was possible to revisit old faces and familiar landscapes and still have a good time. As unnecessary as it was, it worked. In fact, I'd argue there are elements of Clerks 2 that are even better than the original. At times in the film, it's certainly funnier, but it also gives us one of the best endings I've ever seen. Now, 16 years later... We're back at the old quick stop where things left off at the end of the previous film, but why? Especially after that perfect ending the former film gave us. The answer is very simple. Because Kevin Smith had a near-fatal heart attack several years back, and because of that, he still has a story to tell. This time, things get very meta for this go-round. If you haven't seen the trailer, then you know the- If you've seen the trailer, then you know the plot. 
Randall has a near-fatal heart attack, like Smith did, and he realizes that he wants to make a movie based on his life. Here we go. So I'm happy to say that yes, after 16 years away from these characters, Clerks 3 is a very, very watchable movie. In fact, I'm happy to even say that it's his best film since Clerks 2. At first, I was extremely worried because the jokes were not connecting with me for the first 10 minutes or so. Like, for everyone else on my screen as well, they were just, it was, you could hear crickets for the first 5-10 minutes. Nothing was hitting, so I was scared. I almost hit the panic button, but I didn't, thank God. But once the, the plot got going and surprises started to happen, then we were all in for a very fun time, and that's it it's 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 not as good as the first two films but it still holds its own and don't take what i just said as a negative thing or a reason to discredit it or write it off or any of that stuff even though i was laughing throughout it's a very grounded movie as you would probably expect that being said there's a decision that kevin makes for the film right off the cuff that left me speechless and it's still not quite it's not it's still not sitting right with me um but other than that it's it, yeah so the gang's all here though we got randall and dante jay and silent bob elias along with his own silent bob variant who lingers throughout the movie next to him and much more I'm not gonna tell i'm not gonna reveal all the surprises so, yeah, to talk about anything else would mean spoiler territory, and we're not doing that. Not with this early review. And, to be honest, I'm not sure what Lionsgate's game plan is regarding a potential wide release or VOD premiere, but... Yeah, I was going to ask, Im- when's it getting released? If I had to put a wager on it, I'd say we're all going to be watching this film by Thanksgiving. Maybe even earlier. But, yeah, that's where I'm going to end my review on Clerks 3. I hope everyone gets it. I hope everyone gets to see it as soon as it, they can because it's it's definitely a funny movie that's full of heart and nostalgia. I view Clerks as a film about being young. I view Clerks 2 as a film about life itself. Now, I view Clerks 3 as a film about settling down and reflecting. As funny as it is, it's also very fucking heavy. All in all... It's another 90 minutes set in the U.S. universe. Whether or not it's true to the last time, that remains to be seen. But I had a blast, and I can't wait for you guys to see it as well. I'm excited. Yeah, I want to. I want to go back and watch the Clerks animated series. I remember you and I watched that way back in the day, and I kind of yeah. want to watch that again. <laughs> I remember laughing at Leonardo. That. Leonardo. My name is Dante, and I'm a big idiot. Like that's all I remember. He's like having <laughs> yeah. a daydreaming about that. And- and and um, Alec Baldwin, the voice the mayor or something like that of the, yeah. of the town. It's Leonardo. Funny. It's funny. Kevin Smith was on Seth Meyers last night, and um, I didn't catch it. Like I was walking by, and I just caught the end of it. But man, I I didn't realize how skinny he was. He looked like a fucking kid that yeah. found like his dad's yeah. fucking suit jacket. Like that's what he looked like in hat. Like he was so small. And he's still rocking them extra large jerseys too. Like it looks weird. I don't know. Yeah. I'm happy for him, though, because he had to lose that weight, man. No, no, it's cool. I mean, I I want him to stick around. I'm a huge Kevin Smith. I mean, I fucking love Tusk. Like, I mean, I'm down for pretty much anything he does. 
Yeah, but it, Clerks 3 is good. It's it's really fucking good, so that's... Uh, I think I'm going to go see it next week, honestly. It's playing pretty much regularly at Horizon in Bel Air. Yeah, it's only playing... It's, it's, it's playing through, I think, Sunday. So get on that, Andrew. I just Googled <laughs> it. Uh, it. It's playing all the way till next week. Like, definitely oh, deep. Oh. All right. It says so. that it's streaming on Roku. Watch it now on Voodoo on your Roku device. Wait, what? Yeah. Don't tell me that. Oh, that's what I just saw on Google. Cause I was I was googling like, is there like a streaming release date or something? And that's what popped up. I saw like two different things. Clerks three streaming. Let's just do that. Voodoo Fandango with your Roku device. It's like fourteen ninety nine though. They're gonna make you pay for the whole thing. It's not like a rental. Oh, it's on, wait, no way. It's on Voodoo? I'll buy this fucking movie right now if it's on Voodoo. Clerks 3 is on Voodoo. What the fuck? <laughs> 15 bucks. See? There you go. <laughs> Alright, guys. I'm getting Clerks 3 tomorrow. Uh, it's a pre-order. You pre-order for thir for 15 bucks. Oh, well, fuck. Never mind. Yeah, so, no I guess cut out what you yet. just said about coming what out in November. Fuck? the fuck kind of shit is a pre-order it's fucking digital what are they gonna pre-order <laughs> your fucking digital copy and they don't i don't see like a date <laughs> when they're no gonna, like, it, it, it just says pre, it just says pre-order such a tease take everything so back that i just said <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was gonna say anyhow monday <laughs> maybe yeah yeah, it, yeah check it check it check it check it fuck it i'll go with you i'm off monday Alright guys, let's move on to our pickums. So last week I wrote down the scores. Justin is in the lead with eight successful picks from last week. Nice. Me and Jocelyn are tied for second with seven picks each. Successful picks at that. And Andrew and Corey, y'all are slacking. You got six successful picks total together. So, week one was wild, guys. A lot of fucking upsets. A lot of what the fuck. Like, I, 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 I wanted to, like, poke a couple of the quarterbacks with a stick and be like, do something. God damn. But all in all, it's week one. Don't get too excited, you know. A lot can happen still. But um, that being said, let's just move on to our uh, week two picks. So we'll start with Thursday's game. Or by the time you're hearing this, it'll be yesterday's game. <laughs> um, you got the Chargers visiting KC for their home opener. Chargers and Chiefs tomorrow night. Jocelyn, what do you got? Chargers. Fucking hate you. <laughs> hey, they're, they're like my West Coast team, so... <laughs> Uh -huh. Andrew, Andrew, who you got? Well, I'm obviously speaking from tomorrow, which is the future from this game, and I know the Chiefs <laughs> win. You know what yes. I mean? So. Thank you, Justin. What's going on with Mahomes? Is he injured? No, he like, they they he had full practice the the following day. He just taped his it was his non throwing wrist that they thought that he hurt, but he just had it taped up. And then the next day, he was fine. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm he's thinking. Not, 
He's not questionable. He's 100%. Okay, cool. Hey, he's my starting quarterback. That's why he fucking went <laughs> gobbling <laughs> week for me in my fantasy league, so I can't have anything happening to him. Well, I'm a kicker. Harrison, Harrison, Harrison Butker is my kicker. I have I have one out of my three fantasy leagues. We still have a kicker, and Butker is my kicker. And for some reason, he got fucking hurt. How does a kicker get hurt? <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're picking does, you're, you're picking pick the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. All right, and it leaves Corey. Chefs. Damn, Jocelyn. We all just said fuck uh, you and your Chargers. We shall see. <laughs> all right um then we'll get to the sunday games we'll start with pats taking a trip to pittsburgh to play the steelers um jocelyn who you got uh as much as i hate to say it i'm gonna go steelers on this one keep in mind mac jones may not be playing back is all fucked up yeah yeah so you pick Pittsburgh, Jocelyn? Yeah, I'm still going Pittsburgh. Okay, that's why I picked two. Corey? Yeah, Pittsburgh is out of Mac Jones. <laughs> Jesus. Such is the subject. Andrew? The Steelers, 100%. And Justin? Yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh across the board. You hear that, New England? We have zero faith in you motherfuckers. Even your Absolutely own boy not. ain't got faith in you. All right, Bengals are taking a trip to Dallas to play the Cowboys on Sunday. I'm going to go ahead and mark down the Bengals for me. Jocelyn, who do you got? I'm going to go Bengals. Okay, Andrew? Bengals, easy pick. Okay, Justin? Mm, This is a coin toss for me. (sighs) Remember, Cowboys don't have a quarterback. Cowboys don't have a quarterback. You know that, right? But the Bengals tried everything they could to lose that game last week. They should have fucking won. So I don't have a lot of faith in them. But, yeah, I'm going Bengals. All right. He Four. also had five turnovers. So, I mean, True. that's what I mean. Boy. Tried to get away. Yeah. I, I got to go Bengals. I mean, with no Prescott. You know, who, who's their fucking backup? I don't even know who the, uh, Dallas's backup is. Oh, it's uh, what's his face from the Bengals? Um, Not Dak Prescott. No, the redhead. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, Dalton. Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton. Yeah, he sucks. Ooh. I'm still going Bengals. <laughs> I, I would have went with not Dak Prescott. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Panthers visiting the Giants. I'm going to go with... Uh... Ooh. That's a tough one. Because the Giants actually showed some signs of life. But, I don't know, Baker, two games in a row with a brand new team, I just don't see it, so I'm going Panthers. Jocelyn? I am also going Panthers. Okay. Andrew? Panthers. I like Baker Mayfield. All right. Justin? Who are the Panthers playing? I spaced out that quick. The Giants. Giants. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, I'm I'm going Giants. Baker? Baker Mayfield was a Brown. He's used to losing more than one game in a row. <laughs> Bar- Barkley played like a mold, like his old self the other day. He's another one I got on my fantasy team, so I'm going Giants. He's good until he's not when he gets hurt again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Corey? I'm going to go New York football Giants. 
You mean New Jersey football giants? That's what they would argue if you were actually in that area. Um, all right, Jets and Browns. Or I should say Jets at Browns. I, I, I can't pick the Browns. Like, just... I, I just... Just based on good faith, I just cannot pick the Browns at all this season. Yeah, just faith because in of what they did. Just because of what the fuck they did to themselves and the asshole they hired. I'm never going to go with the Browns, no matter how obvious the game is. That being said, I'm going with the Jets. Joe Flacco, you're elite. Show us your elite. Jocelyn? I'm going Jets, too. Joe Flacco. Andrew? Everything about the Jets sucks. I'm going to the Browns. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Justin? Yeah, you guys all made fun of me last week for picking the Browns. So, um, but I'm going, I'm going Browns again. Or no, picking the Browns to lose, right? I, I was the one person. No, no, Wait, Browns, what? What the, the fuck's Browns going on? <laughs> I don't know. What the hell what are you talking know? about? Pick picking the Browns now. to lose. Who gives a fuck, fuck about last week? <laughs> Who are you picking? Fuck this week? last I'm week. Think now. He's picking the Browns. <laughs> all right, Corey. The Jets could be playing a fucking Pop Warner team, and I would pick the Pop Warner team. So I'm going to pick the Browns. <laughs> God damn. All right. Well, we can move on then. Colts at Jags. Um, yeah. Because I drafted him in my Dynasty League, I've, I'm kind of like got this Trevor Lawrence is going to do good things still. I'm like riding that, that coattail still. Or um, Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. That being said, I'm going with Colts. <laughs> Jocelyn <laughs> I can't I can't pick the fucking Jags to win against the Colts I'm sorry um, Jocelyn I'm gonna go Jaguars you would Andrew <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> I don't know I feel like saying it I'm not gonna cut as deep of a promo as Ed but I'm just gonna say Colts alright Justin yeah I'm going Colts alright Corey Colts for me and Jocelyn, for the second time this week, you are the lone wolf for a game. I mean, it's a it's a it's a coin toss, though. I mean, oh. they both suck. Bad. Honestly, I feel like we had too many. I mean, I know I did good with picks last week, but I'm I'm trying to like, you know, make it a little bit of a variety there. Not like try to mix it up. Yeah, mix it up a little bit. All right, we'll mix this up. Dolphins at Ravens. Um. Ooh. Ravens home opener. Dolphins whooped that ass against the Patriots last week. Hmm. The Hootriots? I'm going Dolphins. Jocelyn? Right, then I am going to mix it up and go Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew? It's 100% the Ravens. You say that now. Justin? Yeah, the Ravens are going to beat up on the Dolphins. You say that now. Corey? I think it's going to be a close game, but I'm still yes. going to go Ravens. I'll be the lone wolf for this. <laughs> Proud lone wolf for this game. Ow! Bucks at Saints. Don't all speak at once. It's your boy, Corey. All right. No, 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 no. Hold on. It's my Ooh, boy. It's, Corey. it's Corey's boy against Andrew's team. So, that being said, I'm going with the Saints because I like Kamara and the Bucks are pretty beat up already. So, Jocelyn? I'm going Saints. Andrew? 
Jameis Winston's going to torch this season. It's the Saints. <laughs> All right, Justin. I'm going Bucks. All right, man. Respect. You're wrong, but respect. Corey. <laughs> I got to go with my boy, the Bucks. Uh, I mean, I, I know. I mean, I fucking hate the Hurts. Your boy, the Bucks. <laughs> your, your wow. boy's a one man team. Yeah, he's the Bucks. No, I gotta go with Brady, man. I mean, the shitty fucking hurts commercials, notwithstanding. <laughs> right on. All right, next game. This is gonna be the last of the Sunday afternoon games, or early afternoon at least. Got the DC Commanders visiting the Detroit Lions. The for Dick Explosive Games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just not a Dick Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> Big old, an explosive game. <sighs> Commanders in Detroit. I, I, I God damn it! I, I, I do not like Detroit Commanders. Jocelyn. Oh, I don't know. This one's hard. You got a coin around? You can flip it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna mix it up and go Lions. There we go. How is that mixing it up? You're just picking a fucking team. I'm going. <laughs> I'm mixing it up because I'm not choosing the same one as you. There we go. Okay, there you go. Andrew. Lions will not win a single season or a game this season, so it's Washington. <laughs> You're right. They'll never win a season. You're right. They probably Commanders. won't, dude. All right, Justin. I'm going Dick Commanders. All right, I love it. Dick Commanders. Corey, who you got? Yeah, Dick Commanders. Now I want to change mine because y'all are calling it Dick Commander. <laughs> Third time. Third game. You're the lone wolf this week. God damn. All right. Sunday afternoon games. We'll start with the Seahawks at the 49ers. Hey, how about them Seahawks? How about them fucking teams or them players that went back and had these revenge games this week and got their asses in? I've too. always really liked Geno <laughs> Smith. Looking so. at you, Russ Wilson. All right, uh, yeah, I, I saw what the Niners were capable of, and it's not good things. Until Jimmy G comes <laughs> back out there, I got to go with the Seahawks. Geno Smith, baby. <clears throat> Jocelyn? Uh, 49ers. I feel like you're just picking whatever Ed doesn't pick. I know, I know. No, I, okay, I liked, I, I, I liked the 49ers, so... For your I, other I, West Coast team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're my I, I other West Coast this. team. Yep. Her other, her other West Coast rider died. They're my Northern Andrew. West Coast team. Northern West Coast. <laughs> fucking Southern West Coast. <laughs> Andrew. West side. I'm going to go Seahawks. All right. Justin. Seahawks. Corey. Uh, I'm going to go Seahawks. They're my North Jesus fucking Christ, Western. Jesus Christ, Jocelyn. respect. The fourth game. They're your right, Northern Falcons. Northern team. Yeah. Falcons. <laughs> Falcons at Rams. I'm going last. Corey. Uh, I guess I'll go Falcons. I got to rep the fam because my uh, wife's uncle is a defensive coordinator. So oh, legit uh, think that the Super Bowl winners or defenders are going to be, are going to start the season 0-2? Yeah. All right. Justin. I'm going Rams on this one. All right. Andrew. Rams. Hopefully he doesn't throw three picks. <laughs> Jocelyn, pick for yourself. Who you got? I'm going Rams just because I hate Atlanta. Because when I visited there, I couldn't fucking stand it. So I, <laughs> I can't. I've, Very I've, good. I've always 
brute it against And what's up with Atlanta? that fucking airport, man? It's so big. Ever since that one time you had that bad experience, you're like, oh, fuck everything that has to do with I Atlanta. I did. When I went down there for Midtown Music Festival, like, it, it was like people getting off work, like these fucking frat boys getting off work with their fucking salmon button-up shirts and coming to the concert. They didn't I was just care like, about you. Ugh. I don't give a shit if they care about me. I didn't give I a shit. I said they didn't. Oh, uh, yeah. So you, all right, so back on football talk. You picked the anyway, Rams. Rams. I Because I picking, hate Atlanta. <laughs> I'm picking the Rams myself, so. All right, last game. No, it's not. Second to last game of Sunday afternoon. Late afternoon. Cards at the Raiders. Spoiler alert. Cardinals look like ass. Andrew. Yep. Cool. You, you pick first, Andrew. I'll go Raiders. Right. For no reason. <laughs> I like it. Corey. I'm going to go with the cards. I think they're going to bounce back. Yeah, maybe they'll score more points than last week. <laughs> A point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Jocelyn. I'm going Cardinals, too. All right. Justin. Raiders. Who shall I pick? I'm going Raiders. Stick to my division. Alright, last game of Sunday afternoon. Texans at Detroit. Keep in huh? mind that the Texans aren't that bad. I'm lines? sorry, Denver. Detroit? I'm sorry, Denver. <laughs> Denver. Wrong D. Texans Wrong D. go to Detroit. <laughs> Texans are going to Denver. So, uh, Jocelyn, you can start. Oh shit! Um, oh no! Do, 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 do. I didn't really pay Passion. attention to them. How did they do last week? Which one? Either of them. Well, Russell Wilson oh, lost against the previous team. The Texans are playing some pretty good football with with like no names on their team except for uh, Brandon Cooks. Um. Yeah. Uh, All right, I'll go, honest, Texans. Let me go Texans. I can tell you who I'm picking. It's not Denver, so. Alright. Texans. I'll go with that. Alright. Andrew. Andrew, who the fuck you picking? <laughs> I'm going Broncos because Houston tied and that's bad. <laughs> Thanks. No, that, I mean Andrew. I'm just I'm just saying, like, I just feel like the Broncos have something to prove with Russell Wilson, so maybe they'll be able to prove it, maybe. Justin. Yeah, I'm going Denver for similar reasons. All right, Andrew. I'm sorry, Corey. I'll do it again. I'm going no, with the. Got you. I'm going with the Detroit Broncos. <laughs> Detroit Broncos. That's funny. With Robocop right. at quarterback. Have you got our? <laughs> I'd fucking watch that movie. Our Sunday night game is the Bears at Green Bay playing Mr. Aaron Rodgers, who looked like ass last week. In fact, he was the number 32 quarterback. Of the whole fucking week. It's because he's of them still. hallucinogenic drugs he'd be tripping on. Because like, he cut all fail. his hair off. No, he's like, if I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail hard. I'm going to be he, the fucking worst. Did he cut he all gets, of his hair off? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He I got, have not seen a he got, him, apparently. He got, he got dumped by Shailene Woodley, not once, but twice. Then he cut all his hair, and he sucks. He's poop. So he's like Britney Spears. Head <laughs> <laughs> that out. Fuck it is. Sure. Midlife crisis. <laughs> um... That being said, I cannot go. Uh, yeah, I'm picking Bears. I, I'm sorry, Aaron. Aaron, 
uh, Aaron, you you just know. Uh, best for me, Jocelyn. A A Ron. I'm going Packers just because that's who Greg has as his quarterback, and I'm I, if I go against him, I'm gonna I won't hear the end of it. So I'm gonna go Packers. All right, Andrew. I'm gonna go with the Bears because Aaron Rodgers just doesn't look like he wants to be there anymore. Honestly. <laughs> True. All right, uh, Justin. Yeah, midlife crisis or not, I don't bet against Aaron Rodgers very often, so I'm going Green Bay. All right, and Corey. I'm going to go Green Bay too. I mean, last year he started off like shit, and then he had a yep. good year. So, same thing this year probably. All right, then we're going to move on to our final two games, which are both taking place. On Monday, got a Monday night doubleheader. First game is Titans at Bills. Again, that's Titans at Bills. Uh, of course, I'm going with the Bills because they're good. <laughs> Jocelyn? Yeah, I'm going Bills too. Okay, Andrew? Bills, for sure. Thank you for that delay. Justin? Yeah, I'm going Bills. I. I too early to say this, but I, I, I'm back in Bills for the whole thing this year, so I'm going to probably be rooting for them a lot, picking them a lot this year. All right. Corey? Yeah, the Bills. They're my North uh, New York team. That I like, so yeah. <laughs> Good old Buffalo. <laughs> All right, we got one more game for week two, and that is next Monday. Vikings taking a trip to Philly at the link to play the Eagles. Um, I'm going Philly. I just I can't ever go against Philly. I think uh, Jalen Hurts is going to turn around and uh, I don't know, make some plays, put up some numbers. Jocelyn, who do you got? Uh, go Phillies. The Phillies. I mean, wait. Yeah. You mean no? That's the baseball team. Well, <laughs> thank you, Andrew. In the nine. I mean, Philly is short for Philadelphia, so. But they don't call them the Phillies except for baseball. Whatever. Call them like Eagles. The Baltimore. I feel like it wouldn't be different if they didn't actually have a baseball team called the Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew. I'm gonna go with the football team that actually threw touchdowns last week. That's the Minnesota Vikings. At me, yeah. Yeah, Vikings. Alright, and finally, Corey, what do you got? Now I'm going Vikings too. I like what I saw last week. Me too. Alright, well, those are our week two film effect pickums. Film effect football, that is. Uh good luck everybody. And we'll see how we did next week. I just like the fact that Jocelyn has a team for every state. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> well, in case you're craving some more film effect content, we've got a never-running collection of back episodes that update each and every week. This week, we got our back-to-school month carrying on with an episode on The Girl Next Door featuring Jocelyn. Uh, that... I don't know if anyone else listened to it uh, or 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 not, but um, 
that was just a fun episode to record. It really was. I haven't I sure listened to it yet fun. because I edited it for like. Felt like to have a blast. <laughs> Especially at the end. <laughs> yeah, some fun things happened in that episode that I left in there. So check, check, check it out. Um, also, back to school month. Um, we'll carry on next week with an episode on Heather's. That was supposed to drop this week, but shit happened. In the meantime, you can follow us over at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or YouTube. You can also pick up some merch. It's almost hoodie season. You know what that means. Film effect hoodies and a variety of different designs. And yeah, any final words before we sign off for the week? Have a good week, everybody. Go Ravens. Go Phillies. Go Vikings. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, as always, thank you for listening to FewerCast. Until next week, I'm Ed. I'm Jocelyn. I'm Andrew. I'm Justin. And I'm Corey, and I'm still awake. Wakey, wakey. Take care now. Bye-bye. See y'all real soon.